It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday because now Baker Mayfield's here and there's no reason for me to do three podcasts a week. Let's just go ahead and get right back into it. Five shows a week. We're here until, well, next summer when we might go back to three shows a week. But either way, Monday, Wednesday, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Lockdown Panthers, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. That's why you need to go ahead, if you haven't already, as we're on live here on YouTube, subscribe. Click down there. I don't know where it's at. Click down on the Lockdown Panthers YouTube channel and subscribe to the show. And if you ever miss a live show, that's okay. You can always check out our podcast feed later on. So whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, tune in. I don't care where you listen. Go ahead and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. So I'm right now in my hotel room here in Hilton Head. Been here uh, since what, Friday? And I just got back to the room after playing golf, and I got off the golf course, saw the Carolina Panthers had traded for Baker Mayfield, and I was like, of course. Of course that happened while on vacation. What I knew, like I told y'all, that this was going to happen as soon as I left, that they would find a way to figure out whatever the salary needed to be and that they were going to bring in Baker Mayfield. I knew it was going to happen now. I'm at least happy it happened on Wednesday, July 6th, as I'm talking to you right now, because yesterday I did a day trip to Savannah, and I would not have rushed back to do a podcast for you. So thank the Carolina Panthers that they did it at a convenient time because tomorrow I'm headed to Fusky Island where there's going to be no reception and I'm going to be stuck there until like 5 o'clock. So again, wouldn't have rushed back. But today I am a man of the people and I'm going to give you what you want by talking about your Carolina Panthers, my Carolina Panthers, our Carolina Panthers, and their decision to finally trade for Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. So this, I think, first reported by Ian Rappaport, Tam Pelissero. I don't really know. But the Carolina Panthers are acquiring num- former number one overall pick from the 2018 draft, Baker Mayfield, for a 2024 conditional fifth-round draft pick. Sources tell him and Tom Pelissero the deal is, of course, pending a physical. He'll fly into Charlotte this evening and then tomorrow. He will take his physical, and as long as that goes according to plan and he's healthy, he will be the new quarterback here in Carolina. Now, there was a lot of hang-up here because we talked about a couple months ago on day two of the NFL draft when the Carolina Panthers were trying to figure out what they were going to do. Didn't take a quarterback at sixth overall, which made perfect sense as Icky Aquano was there, and that was a massive need, maybe even a bigger need, for the Carolina Panthers to find a franchise left tackle than to find a franchise quarterback. But they still needed to check the box of a quarterback after Deshaun Watson said, I'm good, and got 230 million fully guaranteed from the Cleveland Browns, which then led Baker Mayfield to go right out the door. Jimmy Garoppolo had a shoulder injury to his throwing shoulder. We've already been through it. Cam Newton, who is an MVP. No reason to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a lesser player and also has an injury 
to the throwing shoulder. So that was off the board for the Carolina Panthers. Russell Wilson, there was a phone call. Russ said, I'm good. And now, as we know, he's in Denver. The Panthers tried all offseason to replace Sam Darnold, who I told you last year was not going to ever be the guy. And I quite under- I honestly don't understand how they ever thought that was a good idea to give up a second, fourth, and sixth-round pick for a dude who was the worst quarterback in his three years in the NFL as a starter in New York, and then this past season, once again, was the worst quarterback in the league. But they spent all offseason trying to find a way to get rid of him. And it looked like on that Friday evening, of the NFL draft in day two of of round two and round three, that it looked like the Panthers were going to finally bring in Baker Mayfield. But apparently they let money get in the way because the Browns were willing to pay for half of the $18.858 million fifth year option, which is also what Sam Darnold's making. I understand the Panthers don't want to spend a ton of money on two bad quarterbacks, but that's just how things turn out every once in a while. Either way, they didn't get it figured out. We later heard from Joe Person and of Jonathan Alexander, who formerly is a Charlotte Observer, now headed to the Houston Chronicle to go cover the Texans. He told us on the show a couple weeks ago that the Panthers were not willing to spend more than three or five million dollars of that eighteen point eight five eight million dollar salary for Baker Mayfield. Now, according to the same report from Ian Rapport, the Browns will pay Baker Mayfield ten and a half million dollars this season, which means they trimmed over eight million in cash and salary for their cap space, while the Panthers will pay Mayfield. $5 million as Baker agreed to trim $3.5 million off his base salary, which is surprising. If you listen to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, he did say about a month ago that in all likelihood, if Baker Mayfield was going to find a way to get traded out of Cleveland, that he needed to say that he would give back some money so the Browns could afford to do it. And he did that. And more so, it's not even the Browns could afford to do it because the Browns still basically play, paid about ha- or paying over half of his salary. It more came to the Carolina Panthers being willing to pay, to take on some of that money, which they did. So they only want to spend about 3 or $5 million of it. So they've done that. So now they have about $24 million wrapped up in Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, the number three and one overall picks in the 2018 draft, respectively. Jonathan Jones, also formerly the Charlotte Observer, worked at Sports Illustrated. Now he's the lead NFL insider for CBS Sports. He said that the pitch for Carolina to Baker was to take a little bit less money this year, prove his worth, and then make up what he loses this season, which is only $3.5 million. He's already made a ton of money as is, and he'll make it up with his next contract. So the parameters of the deal have been in place for nearly a month, apparently, but all sides need to agree upon the money. And I've been someone who's asked, why is it taking this long? I've said multiple occasions, like, hey, the Panthers need to get this done right in the uh, in offseason, like OTA is a mandatory minicamp. And there was the uh, report from Joe Person and also from Jonathan Alexander or Jonathan Jones, rather, about the Panthers having kind of a soft deadline, a mandatory minicamp, trying to get, learn the playbook, work with his teammates. But at that point in time, when that was reported the day before they started, even if Baker would have got there, he would only participate in the final day. And as we saw, most of the veterans – weren't even in uniform and working out during mandatory minicamp. So him not being there throughout the full offseason program, it didn't make a ton of sense to me why the Panthers would wait this long, especially seeing that the deal apparently has been uh, out there for a month that they could have gotten in place. It's been in place for a month. They just had to agree on terms. Eventually, Baker realized it's time to move on. The Browns were always going to move on. I never really understood the conversation about, like, oh, hey, maybe because Deshaun Watson – settled 20 of 24 uh, civil suits uh, alleging him of sexual misconduct and assault when receiving massages. Maybe if he's out for the season, that Baker can go back to the Browns. It's the best thing for both of them. Oh, 
that that divorce was ugly. They said they wanted an adult in the room, and they got a guy who can't act right when getting massages. Baker Mayfield, if you know him, he ain't somebody going back to that situation, so he never wanted to go out to Cleveland, and the Browns made it sure that they weren't interested in Baker Mayfield, so it needed to happen. I'm just confused as to why we waited so long to do this. Now I'm happy they've done it now. We have 20 days until they report, so that's three weeks. 20 days until they report down to Spartanburg for training camp. 21 days until they actually start practice on the 27th. So Baker Mayfield gets to the Charlotte tonight, gets his physical tomorrow, gets into the playbook, and he has three weeks to figure out how he can be ready to compete for the job come training camp. Because had he gotten, the, had they done this trade two weeks from now, as I've said in the past, it would be very hard for me to sit there and, and understand how Baker Mayfield legitimately can compete for the week one starter gig if he's trying to learn the offense in the same in the same process. Now, yes, he's going to be trying to learn it as well, being there hands-on. My hope is, and every Panthers fan hope should be, that Baker Mayfield is going to be working with his receivers, even Robbie Anderson, who's trying to set the record straight, even though that dude's on Instagram talking about how, nah, I don't want Baker Mayfield, and then cap it and telling us a couple weeks ago that, oh, I was only do doing that to protect Sam Darnold. The same dude you cussed out on the sideline last year and told to tighten up? We don't believe in that. Like, come on, Robbie. The same guy trying to tell Panther fans they're fake fans because they're sitting there booing Sam Darnold. We're also going to be booing you, man, if you don't tighten up this year and actually play better football. Oh, mm, yeah, okay. So enough of that. Robbie Anderson, just I can't do it. I deal with this guy. I saw his, his story live yesterday, just looking ridiculous. I mean, come on, dude. All right, so Baker Mayfield, don't get it twisted. He's starting week one, three weeks ahead, gonna have time. He'll compete for the job. They'll do installs. When the pads go on, we're gonna see, as we've saw the last four years, he's a much better quarterback than Sam Darnold. He'll be the starter week one. Like when the Panthers brought in Sam last year and Teddy was still on the roster, they did not trade for Baker Mayfield to start Sam Darnold. Darnold is done. His career, as far as I'm concerned, he should never play the NFL again. He's been terrible. There's been other quarterbacks who have not nearly been as bad as Sam Darnold who never got another opportunity. But I'm sure Sam Darnold will sit there and be quiet and will be a great teammate because apparently, according to Peter Schrager, that the uh, the Panthers, some people in the building still very highly consider Darnold. If he's highly considered in the building, why did they spend the entire offseason trying to get rid of him? Hmm? I don't really understand it. I'm not trying to question Peter's reporting, but the same way with Jay Glazer from also Fox when he said that Matt Rule had to hire a rock star OC to keep his job. How does that make any sense? How could that happen? Like, how is that a caveat to him keeping his job when no one's going to want to sign up for that? They think that he might get fired. And then with Sam Darnold, if he's highly considered, why is Baker Mayfield here? Why did they trade up for Matt Corral? Why have they done everything they've done this offseason to try and find another quarterback? So the deal is done. The Panthers, we're not going anywhere with Sam Darnold. And I've said it before, as I told y'all a few minutes ago, I kind of just felt we got to a point where just move on, roll with Corral, roll with Darnold, see what you can do. Because you, you traded for him, and if I was the owner, I would have never let that happen anyway. But if I'm taking, stepping in and taking over the team, it's like, hey, well, you thought this guy was good. You're a great coach, apparently. Well, go get go do your job. You brought in Ben McAdoo to work with Sam Darnold, right? Right? But we all knew that the Panthers weren't going anywhere with Sam Darnold, like we knew last year, if you really wanted to pay attention and weren't actively lying to yourself, that the Carolina was going nowhere with Sam Darnold. There's not a single team in the NFL going anywhere with Sam Darnold. I don't even know if a team in the CFL is going anywhere with Sam Darnold. Make whatever excuses you want for the guy. He cannot play. But instead, they have a guy in Baker Mayfield who actually – has shown that he can. 
Now, last year wasn't great, and we're quick to forget how well guys play because he had, was injured last season. There was an Odell issue, but still, he is an upgrade from Sam Darnold. The Panthers did not get worse today by trading for Baker Mayfield. They got a little bit better. Now, how much better? We'll see. Because the main question still is here in Carolina, do we have a long-term answer at quarterback? Is Baker Mayfield the long-term answer? You can say yes, you can say no, but we all know in the end it's going to be figured out on the playing field. You can't really say that last season if you had watched the tape, which I'm still just trying to figure out what is going on. Did they not watch the film and see that he couldn't play, he being Sam Darnold? So we'll talk about that here in just a moment. I got a little quick Built Bar read I'm going to try and do for you guys. All right, so been telling you guys about Built Bar for a long time from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds you probably try the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar but guess what your friends at built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment that's right coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100 real chocolate it's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness but don't stop what's but but stop drooling and listen that's why i hate doing these things while i'm doing it live they are good for you they are good for you uh, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, all delicious, yada, yada, yada. Go to built.com, use pro promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 when you go to built.com. So there's that. There's the reads. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed so i know they're not gonna love that but i don't really care because i'm not here to do reads um as far as baker mayfield is he the solution like the panthers had to do this like they weren't going anywhere as i just said with sam darnold and I got a little impatient. I really just got kind of annoyed and frustrated because I just didn't really see like why they were dragging all of this out. So is Baker Mayfield the solution? And it's a conversation we'll start today. It's a conversation that we'll have throughout the next couple of weeks and months until we have an answer. I don't really think that's really the question that we need to be asking. The real question is, can Baker Mayfield be the solution in Carolina? We get the same question we should have asked last year about Sam Darnold. Not is he the solution, but can he be the solution? Like the expectations are different with the last two guys, in my opinion, than with Teddy Bridgewater. Like why I've said multiple times to y'all, I never really understand understood the venom and vitriol that was thrown at Teddy Bridgewater, who played literally the same way he's played his entire career in New Orleans. He had a really good roster in 2020 in Carolina. He didn't have a really good roster, and he's not someone who's going to elevate a team. You saw last season in Denver where he was better than Darnold. Good defense, good receivers, but Teddy's just not that guy. We'll see this year when Russell Wilson gets there. It's a good division as well. That The problem was Teddy Bridgewater. But again, the same guy he was all his entire career. It didn't really feel like there was that kind of heat put on Darnold last season, especially from the coaching staff that coddled him at every point in time, and it made me sick, especially as someone who didn't want him here in the first place and wasn't going to sit here and lie to people and act like, oh, yeah, Darnold could be the answer. He was never going to be the answer. Now the question was, can he be the answer? And I thought, no, at least in this situation, I feel like, yeah, Baker Mayfield could be the answer. I'm not saying that he will be the answer, but I think he absolutely has an opportunity to be that guy. Again, 
he's not that far removed than taking the Cleveland freaking Browns to the playoffs and beating the brakes off of Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Understand pandemic season, not same atmosphere. Either way, he did something that Sam Darnold didn't even come close to doing. Whether whether he was in New York or this past year in Carolina, because always oh, the offensive line's ball. Oh, we have we had Christian McCaffrey. All no, like Baker Mayfield got to Cleveland. Seemed like it was a better situation. I mean, he he stepped in there. Hugh Jackson had just gone what zero and sixteen. That's the situation he stepped in, and then in his third season, took the team to the playoffs. And then last year was given the fifth year option. That fifth-year option with the Browns doing that after a playoff berth made a lot more sense in Carolina after trading for Darnold, which, I, again, I understand why they did it and the math behind it that they were thinking. But that made a lot more sense for the Browns to do what they did with Baker than what the Panthers did with Sam. And it's still insane to me that Sam is getting the full $18.85 million and then Baker had to take a pay cut and prove himself. <laughs> it's just – it is absolutely wild that that's how the NFL works out, which is – it's entertaining, and that's why we come back all the time and talk about this kind of stuff. But either way, like I feel like Baker has a chance to actually be the answer. Now, it's still a lot of the same. Like Teddy Bridgewater, to me, came in here to be a bridge quarterback. After one season and David Tepper and his ego getting in the way and getting tired of it, blew it up, said after Marty Herney was – well, after they mutually parted ways with Marty Herney, that what they wanted to do was be in constant pursuit of a quarterback, someone who could help them win a Super Bowl. If you don't have that guy, then you go out there and find that guy. They, they wanted Matthew Stafford, had a deal in place. Stafford went to Cabo, fell in love with Sean McVay, and then nine months later, whatever it was, won a Super Bowl. So good for Matthew Stafford. And they wanted Deshaun Watson. Then all the legal stuff came up, and that no longer was an option. They even tried last year at the trade deadline to still kick the tires on Watson along with the Dolphins. And as you know, that was a no-go. And then eventually a couple weeks, months ago, it also was a no-go. So they've been absolutely desperate to find a quarterback. And they've landed on guys like Darnold, who were never going to be the answer, and tried to tell it to the fan base and to themselves and think, okay, we put Sam in the right situation and give him these pieces that things can work out. And maybe the O-line was better. Maybe if Christian was better, that Sam would have been better. But would he have been good enough to prove or at least show the team that he was the guy long-term? I don't think that was going to be the case. I think at least Baker has the talent and the chance to do that. Remember, like the dude was the number one overall pick. And as I've said about Sam Darnold and the talk about Matt Corral, if Corral should start week one, if Darnold's here, like at some point in time, NFL execs thought that guy was the third best player in the draft. And some of them even thought he was the best player in the draft. The talent is there somewhere. What's going on between the years? Lord has, Lord, I don't know. But it, it wasn't working out for Sam Darnold and hasn't worked out for him and his time's up. But can Baker Mayfield take the Panthers to a Super Bowl? I'm not going to say yes right now. I would say more no than yes, which is why it feels like they're doing the cold quarterback musical chairs. Like they're putting on the blindfold, they're throwing the dart, and they're landing on, oh, Sam Donald this year. Oh, Baker Mayfield this year. Oh, we got to get a quarterback. Let's trade up for Matt Corral. Like what, what is the semblance of a plan? Still doesn't feel like there's one here in Carolina, which still has me a little bit concerned about how things are going to play out. But at least for me, I'm kind of excited. Like week one, Baker Mayfield versus the Browns. Like, that's going to be fun. And Ryan McGee lives in Charlotte, works for ESPN. You probably check out his show, Marty McGee, if you watch SEC Network. Great guy. Covers NASCAR as well. He had a good tweet this afternoon just talking about, like, he likes Baker Mayfield. But he's really saying, like, at the very least, the Panthers aren't going to be boring now. They were not going to be boring with Sam Darnold. They were going to be unwatchable. 
with Sam Darnold. And then we're going to all throw our hopes into Matt Corral and be like, all right, Matt's going to come in here and he's going to save the franchise. Like, maybe. Maybe that would have happened. I just don't think that's the way that we should have gone about it. And people are going to ask, we'll have a bigger conversation. Like, what does this now mean for Matt Corral? Well, let's go ahead and say this. What it means for Sam Darnold is he's not starting this year. Unless Baker gets injured, he's done. Here in Carolina, should never start another game. Even if, if Baker goes down, just throw out Matt Corral. Because I, I never want to see Sam Darnold play another snap for the Carolina Panthers. Just keep the dude inactive. But you really can't do that. He needs to be the backup quarterback. But either way, Sam Darnold, he's done. Matt Corral, what this does for him is allow him more time to grow and develop. Because Baker Mayfield, he didn't miss. He's never missed a game outside of the last two weeks of last season when the Browns were out of it and they shut him down after playing the entire season outside of a week with a torn rotator cuff in his non-throwing shoulder. Give that dude a ton of credit. He was bad last season because he was hurt. Now, is his attitude always the best? Ah, I don't know. And I brought this up before. I love Draymond Green. A lot of y'all, I'm sure, hate Draymond Green. But Draymond Green got to being a four-time NBA champion for being Draymond Green. And he said after that game in the finals, when he was trying to watch himself, that I can't be like that. He went on his podcast. He's like, I can't, I can't, I got to be Draymond. And what happened? Won another chip. Now, was it Draymond? I mean, obviously, Steph, our hometown guy, and even a Cleveland guy. Steph, Steph is the one who won MVP, Philly. But still, Draymond Green, to be where he's at today, had to be that way. Baker Mayfield, undersized kid, coming out of Austin, didn't get any scholarship offers. Gary Patterson at TC wanted him to play like running back or back, defensive back or something like that. He said, screw it. I'm going to Texas Tech. Walked on, started the first five games. They go 5-0. and He gets injured. Cliff Kingsbury says, Davis Webb, let's start that guy instead. Baker said, bleep this. I'm going to go walk out at OU. He's going to go walk out at Oklahoma. And I don't know if you guys pay attention to college football, but Oklahoma, one of the greatest programs in the history of the sport. They've had like five coaches like the last 80 years. There's stability there at OU. They win championships. Barry Sitzwitzer, Bud Wilkinson, like th- that's a hell of a program. He walked on there. Name another big-time program in Oklahoma. You see guys walking in, on at Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. Nobody does that. He walked on, took him to playoff that first year. Next year, they, were, they won the Big 12 championship. The following season, took him back to the playoff, won the Heisman Trophy. He had to do that by having that chip on his shoulder. And now he got left by the Browns. They dumped him for a guy who, at the very least, is a weirdo. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Baker's going to do this year. But the Panthers need to figure it out. You can't go from one year Teddy Bridgewater to the next year Sam Darnold to the next year Baker Mayfield. We have no idea right now who's going to be the starting quarterback in 2023. Some of y'all are going to say Baker Mayfield. Some of y'all are going to say Matt Corral. Some of crazy people out there are going to probably say Gardner Minshew. Or it could be one of the 2023 draft picks. I don't know. And that's not a good feeling to still sit here and not know who the Panthers are likely going to start come week one in 2023. But for right now, what we do know is Baker Mayfield is the week one starter. At the very, should be. But I'm going to go ahead and say that he is the week one starter. It's still a larger issue. The Panthers don't know exactly what they're going to do at the quarterback position long term. But we'll find out. All right. Um, 
supposed to have like a break here, but I don't have any reads. So I'm just going to keep going. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, um, so what are the Panthers getting in Baker Mayfield? I kind of already talked a little bit about that just in that little pseudo rant. But I mean, they're getting a guy who is going to have, really, he's playing for his career, but he's also going to be mad as hell. And I tweeted this out earlier. At Julian Counts, you see it right there on the screen if you're uh, watching here on YouTube live uh, right now. Um, but I tweeted this out. Like, anytime you've ever seen – if you know anything about Baker Mayfield, is like that dude takes things personally. Sometimes he goes overboard, like when he grabbed his junk against Kansas uh, back in college. And uh, after he took a cheap shot, so I understand why he did it. Still not mature. And you've seen kind of how things deteriorated within a Cleveland Browns locker room and organization last year when they weren't winning. Like, when you're winning with Baker – Everything's great. When you're losing with Baker, uh, it doesn't really – the vibe's off because you, you can you can like the edginess when everything's going good. When it's not going good, it kind of gets exhausting. And I think that's what really happened in Cleveland. And we'll see what happens here in Carolina because it's good. You got to come out the gate and win that, that Browns game, especially when Jacoby Brissett's going to be starting. And they got four of the first five games at home, but they still got to play the Rams – on the road, they got to play. I mean, Seattle, well, I guess Seattle's probably screwed. They didn't get Baker, so they're, I don't know what they're going to do with Drew, Drew Locke. And apparently, Geno Smith is the guys that they really want. Uh, KJ Wright was on a podcast last week saying, yeah, Geno, that's my guy. Uh, but they still got Arizona, who was the playoff team last year. Uh, they got Pittsburgh, who's always good. I mean, they have the entire AFC North. So they got uh, well, Cleveland, who again, I already mentioned. They had the Ravens. Lamar should be back. What's going on with his contract situation, by the way? Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Like, they still have a tough schedule this upcoming season. So they're going to need a quarterback who's going to take care of the football. And I saw the stats out there that the two guys since they entered the league, well, since 2018, who had the most interceptions in, in the league are Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. But again, we, if you watch the two guys on tape, you know which guy is the one that you'd rather have on Sunday under center. It's Baker Mayfield. Still doesn't make you feel great. You're going to have to live and die with it because there's not a better option at the moment on the roster. Maybe Matt Corral turns into the better option. We will see. But right now, for me at least, Baker Mayfield is that guy. You get someone who's has experience starting this league, has been durable, even through injury last year played, a guy who's been to the playoffs, who's won a playoff game, who was very close to having his team get to the AFC title game and then my nightmare of the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl coming true, which is probably going to happen this upcoming season. Hope not. Either way, that's what you're getting in Baker Mayfield. And I just, I just, it's so wild to me to go from Baker getting a fifth-year option, looking like the guy in Cleveland, to now being Carolina Panther. And just how quickly we all forgot about that. And I, I, I really think that with Baker Mayfield, he gives the Carolina Panthers, excuse me, a legitimate chance to be a wild card team this year. The division, Tom, Thomas Patrick, what, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Is that his full name? The greatest living American, whatever. He's still playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? So Tampa's still going to win a division, in my opinion. And at least now, with Baker, the Panthers can be competitive because the last times they've played them, the four times since Matt Rule got here, they got their doors blown off. Now they have an opportunity. They have a chance. This should propel them over the Saints. I still believe in Jameis Winston having a chance to be a starting, be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. Same 
guy, as far as Baker, number one pick, had opportunities, turnover issues. You could ask maturity issues as well with Jameis, more so on the legal side for Jameis than with Baker. And don't bring up he got tackled by some overzealous cops in Fayetteville, Arkansas, because he was drunk like any other college kid. That was always ridiculous to me that the cops just attacked him like that. But either way, it's maturity issues. I, I see them two of the same, but I think you can win with those guys. Now, the roster, offensive line's better. I still question, as I talked about on Monday when I was doing my positional breakdowns, if there's any you can trust other than DJ Moore. Now, Terrace Marshall stepping up, that's good for him. Rashard Higgins had a really good season in 2020 as the number three wide receiver there in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. So there's already a guy immediately he's going to come in and have a rapport with. That's good for Rashard Higgins. As far as Robbie Anderson goes, if, if he doesn't like Baker and he can sit here and try and flip the script on us that we talked about earlier, we already know what you said, Robbie. We already know that you're not into it. And that's fine. You have no choice at this point. This is your best option of having any sort of success this upcoming season because you weren't going to have success, Sam Darnold. I think he puts him in position. The defense, Brian Burns back. Hopefully, Derek Brown can take that step this upcoming season. Of course, Mono's being inserted in the, the, uh, the start, in the starting lineup. You bring up Ioannidis, um, Zach Thompson back, Jeremy Chen, J.C. Horn, hopefully healthy for a full 17-game season. And you got Dante Jackson. I already felt good about the defense. And I like the holes that they filled. Was Xavier Woods coming in to play safety? And I already brought up Ioannidis as well. And then you bring in uh, Damian Wilson at a career year last year playing with the Jags at linebacker. I like what the defense had. Then you bring in Chris Tabor as your as your special teams coordinator. You bring in Johnny Hecker, who's been an all-pro four times and was on the all-decade team as a punter. And Zane Gonzalez was really good last season. And you bring in Andre Roberts as well to be your kick returner. So special teams got better, you would think. The defense should still be good under Phil Snow heading into year three of the same system with a lot of the same players that he, that they, that he inherited or, or drafted since he got here to Carolina. I feel good about those three phases, those two phases. Offense was a big question mark. It was something I wasn't really going to be able to get on board. I was going to sit here and lie to y'all, and I hate to do it, but I got to try and be somehow. If you're going to listen to me five days a week, and again, you don't always have to listen. And it's funny to me, like, why you keep talking about quarterbacks? Because it was going to happen eventually, and there's nothing else going on. And my sister would sit here and talk about linebackers because people actually care about that kind of stuff. But this is why we talked about it. Because it was going to eventually happen. I knew one was going to happen, but it's important. But it's like, I, I feel good about this roster now. You got Timo back. You bring in Corbett. You got Bozeman. You're putting Irving and Elfline to the side as depth pieces. Depth pieces. Put them away. And now you, you, you also, you have um, uh, Brady Christensen and Icky tied in. Still don't think you're going to get much out of those guys. Fingers crossed Christian can stay healthy. Dante Foreman, this is a good day. People should be excited about what's happening right now with the Panthers. That's at least how I feel, man. So I feel like it's a good day. There's plenty of questions about whether he's the long-term answer and whether the Panthers really can be Super Bowl contenders of Baker Mayfield and and all that. And they're they're valid questions and valid concerns. Absolutely. I just look at it as right now, blinders on. As far as focus on this upcoming season, the best thing for the Carolina Panthers was to make this trade happen. And to only give up, again, a 2024 conditional fifth-round pick and only pay $5 million of his his salary is pretty doggone good. And that's coming from a guy who was basically tired of waiting and said, screw it, let's just move on and see what happens, fingers crossed. No, now now I'm like, all right, let's go. Now, now I'm excited about the season. Now I feel like 
they got a chance. And it's important for the guys in that locker room to feel like they have a chance. You really think those guys believe in Sam Darnold? You really think those guys believe in Teddy Ridgewater? They might have liked them. Might like you to go hang out with them. But do you really think they believe in them? Hard to believe. Hard to believe. The organization proved time and time again this offseason that they didn't believe in Sam Darnold. So, tough for Sam. I would have rooted for him. And honestly, like, earnestly, had he been a starter, I would have liked to see the guy figure it out. For the Panthers' sake, but really for his sake. Because it's like, it, it sucks that he's now his career is basically over. But hey, man, dog eat dog world. You got to figure it out. It is a, the, the NFL, as they say, is the ultimate meritocracy. And Sam Darnold has not had to live that until today. Because he was given the job as a Jets starting quarterback, was handed the job last year. And now, buddy, time to get packing. Well, they're not going to actually cut him. He's going to stay there. But then, you know, in a couple months, bye. I'm P.J. Walker, the XFL Mahomes. I used when I was on WFNZ. I love you, P.J. But also, for actually for you, it is going to be time to get packing. And Matt Corral, welcome. Learn as much as you can. It's very likely your day is going to come. Okay, that's all I got for y'all. Again, um, thanks for tuning in. All the people that tune in live. This is the most we've ever had live. We had like 115 people here listening live. Thank you, everyone who subscribed to the show so far on YouTube. We're getting close to 2,000 subscribers, which is the goal by time. Training camp kicks off here in 20 days. So continue to tell people you podcast you have to go check it out on youtube and also um for anyone uh who doesn't watch on youtube that's okay as i said to y'all if you don't check it check it out live it's okay just uh rate review and subscribe um to apple podcast spotify google podcast tune in stitcher whatever it is make sure we go ahead and do that uh again i knew i was gonna have to do this during vacation i'm happy to do it i love talking to y'all uh, i love having this platform to talk about the carolina panthers and really i'm just excited now that baker mayfield is here so again follow me on twitter at julian council tomorrow's show is going to be the final position breakdown. As you've noticed, I've only done the offense and special teams now. Going to get into the, all the defense tomorrow on the show. Already had that recorded, so going to check that one out. And if any other breaking news comes, and I guess I'll have to step up and do another podcast. But either way, I guess tomorrow's Thursday. Really, on a Wednesday. I guess it's kind of th- this is kind of like Thursday show. But uh, but as far as um Friday, Friday show, and then I'll be back on Monday where we should just go back to five days a week as I have like literally a ton of notes right here in front of me on things I want to talk about on topics I want to talk about as it pertains to Baker Mayfield now being a Carolina Panther. So y'all stay safe out there. Like seriously, good God, every single day in this country, it seems like something terrible is happening. And it's never going to stop, but stay safe out there. Hold the people that you love close. And as always keep pounding and I'll talk to y'all on Friday, but really, I'll be talking to y'all again on Monday. Goodbye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.